Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. Today, we're going to take five minutes and we're going to talk about inflation, the prices that you're paying, obviously, at the grocery store, uh, but in addition to that, unemployment, uh, the stock market, and what maybe you can do to help your money. Uh, so as we journey down uh, our conversation today, I'd like to start with inflation. Let's start talking about what has caused us to be uh, in the inflation environment that we're in today. And really, it all kind of relates back to uh, the the pandemic. Uh, it sounds like, it, I don't know about you, but I get sick of hearing everybody complain everything on the pandemic, right? But at some point, maybe that goes away. Today, though, uh, it really is, in our opinion, primarily driven by pandemic types of things. Uh, so let's start with what inflation means. Inflation means that the price of goods goes up, or if I say it in reverse, it means that my dollar is worth less. Uh, and so if my dollar is worth less, it means that I can buy fewer things with it. Well, if we just go back to supply and demand, something that is uh, worth a lot usually means it's there's not a lot of it in supply. Uh, so if I have a lot of something, let's say uh, it's abundant, I'm not going to pay a whole lot for it because it's, it's so abundant. But if I have something that's really, really rare, I'm going to pay a lot more for it. Well, if we apply that same thinking to how the pandemic was treated uh, and what the uh, stimulus packages look like for the pandemic, what we'll find is that we had a lot of money that was pumped into the system, if you will, uh, and in doing that created a lot of supply of dollars. Well, if you have a lot of supply of something, it's not worth as much. Consequently, it drives up the cost of things. If we use that same principle and apply it to the supply chain. Now, supply chain simply means how we get goods and goods uh, put together in a way so that we can get an end product. Well, if you think about where we make much of our stuff or have where much of our stuff comes from, uh, a lot of it comes from China, as an example. And China spent a long period of time shutting down different parts of its uh country, if you will, uh, entire cities that were shut down, which then would keep things from being able to be made. Uh, If they can't be made, they can't be shipped. If they can't be shipped, we can't make them here. Uh, And all of a sudden you have all these supply chain issues. Well, if we use that same concept of supply and demand, if we have something that's in low supply, the price of it's going to go up. So we saw the price on a lot of our goods go up for that reason as well. Uh, And then finally, if we look at labor, uh, you probably have noticed if you're like me, uh, it takes I don't know, probably an hour, it seems like, for me to get uh, lunch meat when I'm standing in the deli line. Part of that is driven by, we hear there's not anybody to go to work anymore. Well, in our opinion, part of what's driving that is we have places such as, I'll pick on Amazon for a little bit, uh, places such as Amazon that created entire jobs for where people did not have to have extra training or a special skill uh, and they could go to work at Amazon and Amazon would pay them a lot of money to do that compared to other jobs where I didn't have to have extra education or or a special skill. And so because of that, we saw a lot of places where uh, companies or businesses could not get employees because there was a higher paying job for a similar skill set sitting in a company similar to an Amazon. Now, in our opinion, that is what is driving many of the inflationary pressures that we've seen. Now, as we look to say, what does that mean going forward? Uh, In our opinion, we're going to start to see many of that, many of those things start to subside. Uh, We're already starting to see inflation come down a little bit. Uh, We're seeing unemployment rates at really, really low levels, uh, kind of all-time low levels almost. However, we're starting to hear companies that are laying workers off. Uh, That should help to alleviate some of the uh, pressure that we're feeling from a 
what's it cost to have somebody come work for me? And, and is there a labor shortage in the U.S.? And then, and we're also seeing uh, that whole supply chain starting to get evened out a little bit more. Now, what does that mean for you and how you manage your money? In our opinion, we saw 2022... Uh, get hit in a lot of areas we from our investment perspective we saw bonds go down we saw stocks go down and that caused many of us to feel like our portfolios as a whole were really hurting as we enter 2023 what we believe is that we will start to see some stabilization inside of the interest rate environment as you do that we think that bonds will start to improve in their performance we feel like they got beat up pretty well uh, because of the the Fed increasing rates throughout 2022. Uh, so our picture is that we think bonds are going to improve. We also believe that that stocks will have a little bit of a rebound. Now, obviously, we don't know those things. We're not, uh, we don't have the crystal ball any more than anybody else. However, our picture is that we think that investment portfolios will start to rebound a little bit in 23. As such, what we do is the way we manage money is we have three positions that we take. Uh, we have, uh, based on what your personal risk tolerance is, uh, we kind of set a baseline. We call that risk neutral. If things aren't going very well, we go to a risk off perspective where maybe we take a little bit of stock or a little bit of risk out of a portfolio. Uh, or if things are going really well, maybe we add a little bit of risk and add some stock to it and go to what we call risk on. For our portfolios, we have been in a risk off position. Uh, we're starting to see signs that we're going to go to more of a risk neutral position. Uh, and then as things go well, potentially, hopefully, we'll get to a place where we can maybe even go risk on. Uh, so as you're looking at your portfolio and you start asking yourself things like, where should my money be? I can't make recommendations for you specifically, but I would encourage you to look at it from that perspective, to look and say, where do I think the economy is today? Where do I think stocks are going? Uh, and should I be in a risk off position, taking a little bit of uh, conservative play uh, with the idea that we think bonds will maybe recover? Should I take a little more risk and maybe go to risk neutral uh, or should I go all the way on to risk on? And do that based on your goal, your time horizon, uh, and, and what you think when you think you might need the money. Obviously, I'm a little biased. Uh, if I was in your shoes, seek out somebody that can help you. Uh, look for a fiduciary, somebody who has your best interest in mind, and they can help you to make those decisions. But if you do it on your own, that's the, the backdrop by which we would help you to, to think about how do you make those decisions. Hopefully, this was helpful. If it was, please follow us on our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook. Uh, if you have questions, we're always here. Feel free to uh, reach out either via email or, uh, or with a phone call. Until we talk again, we hope we can help you live your legacy with confidence. Be well.